I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, a physician and voice technology futurist in Vancouver, Canada. Voiceverse technology is rapidly becoming the operating system of our lives, and it will completely revolutionize the way we experience healthcare. Let's talk voice. Voice first health. The future of health is voice. Well, hello there, and welcome back to episode number two of Voice First Health. I am so excited today because we have our first uh, interviewee on the podcast, and it is no other than Rowena Track. Uh, at the time that this podcast is going live, I am at the Voice of Healthcare Summit, and Rowena, who is the Global Vice President of Digital Channel and Partner Marketing at Cigna, is one of the keynote speakers, and it is with great pleasure that I get to interview her as uh, as the first guest on the Voice First Health podcast. As you will hear in this conversation, she is a wealth of knowledge uh, with um, extensive experience in digital transformations, and today she comes on and she talks uh, with me about voice technology and healthcare and some of her views about uh, what is the benefit of voice, what are some of the obstacles of voice, and how she sees voice uh, contributing to uh, the overall healthcare of our society. So it's an absolute pleasure to have Rowena Track on the very uh, first interview episode for Voice First Health. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Rowena. And maybe you can, first of all, start by uh, telling the, the listeners a little bit about who you are and a little bit about your background. Thank you very much, Terry, for giving me the opportunity. I'm really excited to share my views uh, here. Um, my name is Rowena Track. I have... Uh, background in technology. Actually, my uh, degree is in physics, my undergraduate, and my graduate degree is in computer science. Oh, wow. And as the internet, as the internet uh, came about as a powerful tool for businesses, I got into this space. And for the last two decades, for almost 20 years now, I have been helping companies innovate and leading digital transformation at companies like Bayer Healthcare, Citibank, TI Craft Financial Services, and now at Cigna. Wonderful. And so tell us a little bit what you're doing with Cigna now. So at Cigna, I'm the global vice president of digital channel and partner marketing. I have global responsibility for all things digital. Um, that includes social media, mobile experience, um, websites, you know, digital transformation and content. And I view voice as a form of content, and that fits within that. As part of my job is also um, channel and partnerships, identifying channels to reach um, our customers and partnering globally with uh, organizations that, where there is mutual benefit for Cigna and these organizations Great. in working together to, to benefit the customer. Great. That's wonderful. So you, you obviously, just from that little bit of background you've given us, you've got a very, very extensive um, background in, in digital transformation. And you've, you've seen a number of um, technologies come over the years. Your, your comment that voice is a form of content, what does that mean? Can you expand on that a little bit? Uh, well, voice, everyone has a voice. It's a frictionless way to communicate. It's simple. It's easy. It's intuitive. There are no barriers, there's no friction. And um, it is a form of content in that if you look historically, you know, 
companies used to have content on paper and then the websites came about and companies started putting content on the websites and then mobile came about and then companies started putting content on the mobile and then social media and YouTube is a form of content where you have videos on YouTube and now voice. So the life cycle management of content is important and thinking of content as a strategic asset for organizations and not really independently thinking about content for voice as different, but another channel, another frictionless way to engage customers. That's very interesting. So that's a little bit different perspective from from what I've heard previously, and that's fantastic. Um, so it's another form of content, like you said, like like uh, video, like written form, uh, and that sort of thing. So how is that playing out with uh, Cigna? I know that Cigna has created an Alexa skill, and so that's a form of content that you have created. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how that fits into that framework that you've just described? Right. So as you know, Terry, uh, healthcare is complicated and healthcare companies like Cigna try to bring simplicity to the complexity of healthcare. We strive to make it easy for our customers to interact with us. And our the first launch, the first phase of our Alexa skill answers by Cigna was to demystify healthcare. So we started with 150 phrases and explain them. So you could ask Alexa, you know, what, what is uh, what is an HMO? What's a deductible? What's in network? Up to 150 phrases. So that was phase one. Uh-huh. And then Alexa would have answers for those. Uh, and we took, you know, these phrases from what our customers ask us. What are what do customers ask us? What are the most commonly asked questions? And we felt that would be a good way for us to pilot voice to see what does it take organizationally to bring a voice uh, you know, application to market. So that was phase one. Uh-huh. In, phase two, in phase two, we've expanded the 150 phrases to 250. And we built some intelligence into the skill in that if you ask a question, Alexa comes back and says, how about this? You know, I've given you the answer to this. How about, you know, are you interested in that? So we've built some intelligence. And really our goal was to assess firsthand, not reading research, not listening to what others say, but firsthand, what is it going to take at Cigna to have a skill application in market? I see. And how has that gone? What has been the experience with that? How have the users responded to it? Actually, we were surprised about the reaction of the media. We have been, like, the, the skill, I think, it, it probably was, uh, has been a long time coming, and it got a lot of media attention globally. We were in the news a lot about that. And our customers, we have about 4,000 customers now engaged with the skill. Wow. And uh, yes, yes. So it was very successful. We view that as a very successful launch. That's fantastic. And um, so with this skill now, um, are you planning on expanding it further beyond phase two? Or are you planning on implementing other things? How are, What's the take now within Cigna about the success of the skill and what does that mean for the future in terms of voice uh, voice technology and Cigna? Well, the next 
pivotal point is going to be when we introduce personal identifiable information in, into the skill. So right now, it's like defining terms. There is no HIPAA requirement for that. The information has to be accurate, but uh, there is no personally identifiable information. I think a natural next step is to identify partners whose platform provides is HIPAA compliant. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's a big step such that, you know, you could ask Alexa, uh, what is my HSA balance? What were my last uh, five HSA transactions? Uh, What is my deductible and how much do I have left? So that's, you know, a level of complexity beyond what we have done. And that requires the technology to be there. HIPAA require, you know, uh, compliant platforms to be there. And that's, our aspiration to do that. But, you know, uh, we believe, I personally believe that voice is a form of artificial intelligence once you get into that level. So right now it's a form of content for us mm-hmm. and it's a channel, a new channel to, to generate and, you know, engage through content. Yes. But really the next phase uh, is going to require a little bit of artificial intelligence and data mining. Okay. And, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, so can you expand on that a little bit? What are your thoughts on artificial intelligence and the way this is going? Right. Uh, so um, I believe that artificial intelligence, and it's a common belief, I think, among many, it will revolutionize business models and brands need to be ready for that. Uh, you hear statistics like voice technology will be embedded in almost everything that we do, mm-hmm. that the average person will have more conversations with bots and virtual assistants uh, than with their spouses or partners. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, most, a lot, you know, a good percentage of care will be delivered virtually. Uh, there will be majority of interactions virtually and remote interactions and will involve artificial intelligence applications. And, when I talk about artificial intelligence, I think the roadmap, uh, in my view, has four pillars. Um, biometric and behavior identity, and voice could be a form of that. Voice could be you know, a biometric way to identify a person right. uh, in, in as much as your fingerprint or facial recognition. Um, so I, I think voice could help with that. So that's one pillar of artificial intelligence. When we think of the internet of things and humans talking to devices and devices talking to humans and devices talking to devices, I think um, voice could help with device integration and interoperability. Right. Because that is going to require, you know, voice activation. Uh, You know, when you think of augmented reality and avatars, a significant Part of the experience is voice. So that's the third um, pillar. And then the last one is cognitive computing and data analytics. Mm-hmm. And really to allow highly personalized interactions, you need data and insights to personalize for you, you know, what is a highly personalized answer. Uh-huh. So we view this beyond voice as content and beyond voice as voice on its own, but part of more of a 
integrated artificial intelligence uh, framework. Well, that's fantastic. That's really a good good way to look at it with the with the four pillars that you've described. Um, I guess that the extent the next question or the extension of that is how does that all play into healthcare? How do you see this going forward in terms of hope, hopefully improving healthcare for for society? Uh, I think it. We believe it's going to make healthcare simple, simpler, and easier. And that was our start with. Uh, you know, answers by signal on Alexa. Mm -hmm. uh, if you think of the seven global giants, technology giants like Google, Facebook, Amazon, eBay, Apple, uh, you know, in China, Tencent and Alibaba, they are all investing in healthcare. And I think partnerships with these giants, we're gonna hear a lot of partnerships with these giants because they're going to be investing a lot in healthcare and they're going to leverage their technology platform and their devices to engage. So I'm optimistic that this is going to bring simplicity, affordability, high, highly personalized healthcare. That's great. Personalized healthcare, that's sort of a, a key or a hot term these days in terms of having people being able to I guess be more in control of their own health and and you see the voice as being part of that equation. Yes, of course. You know, we've talked about voice as a form of content. We've talked about voice as a form of biometric identity for personalization and you know, meeting HIPAA requirements. But also when you think about the internet of things and how much investment is being made in devices like remote monitoring and, and so on, you would see that voice will significantly contribute to personalization. Interesting. Now, um, before we started the call, you, you made a very interesting comment to me in that you felt that voice is, is another one of these technologies that has come along, but it's not just only voice that's going to revolutionize everything. This is going to be a part of what, of what is, or a, a component of what is going to ultimately um, help to improve our healthcare. Can you explain a little bit about that? What you mean by that? Right. So, uh, Terry, I have been in the digital space uh, for two decades, as I mentioned before, and I see disruption is unrelenting. I mean, we've never seen disruption in business models the extent that digital has brought. And I don't think it's gonna stop. And I, if I reflect back on my 20 years, there is a hype cycle of 18 months. And it's beyond the hype. There is much learnings and advancement made through these newer technologies. And I see voice as such. I see that over the next 18 months, there's gonna be significant investments in, in voice significant disruption you know the giants that i mentioned the technology giants are, are going to invest significantly and we're all going to benefit the consumer is going to benefit and you know um we're all going to benefit from these investments but it's not the the end of it we're going to leverage voice we're going to use it we're going to benefit from it and it's going to ready us for the next wave of innovation yeah, wonderful. Well, no, well, well said. Well said. Um, 
Having said that, what do you think are the big obstacles right now to to voice really uh, making a big difference in healthcare at the at the level that it is at now, or at the current state of where voice is right now? So my recommendation is don't use voice for voice's sake and don't deal with it as an isolated solution. See how you can position voice as an integral component of your digital ecosystem and your roadmap, your digital transformation roadmap. So I think one one barrier could be in that applications could be siloed and not connected within the ecosystem. And that will be a barrier for personalization. You know, you need uh, rich data, you need um, you need whatever you do with voice to fit, you know, into your technology platform. Technology and interoperability is going to be very important. So one one barrier or, um, you know, one thing organizations might fall, a trap might fall into is dealing with voice as voice by itself rather than as a building block within the roadmap, digital transformation roadmap. Okay, that's very interesting. Yeah, no, that's that's a very interesting perspective. Um, the other thing I wanted to uh, to ask you about, and this uh, uh, relates to the day that this podcast episode is going to be going live, and that is on the day of the first Voice of Healthcare Summit, uh, where there's going to be a gathering of uh, leaders in voice technology and in healthcare for this intersection, the discussion about the intersection of these two fields. And of course, you're one of the keynote speakers at this at this conference, and uh, one of the reasons, of course, that I wanted to have you on the podcast. What is your take on these types of events, um, and how do they help the community in terms of the development of the technology and advances in healthcare? So I have been at many events as such over the past 20 years, uh, and it is really the the disrupt the disrupting technology at the moment that that you know such such summits and conferences are held and they tend to be very energizing they tend to be um, very informative and i think they keep the momentum of innovation going and that's very necessary because even if 10 percent of the investment comes to fruition it is a significant leap forward so I look forward to these summits. I look forward to conferences like this, to be inspired, to be energized, to keep really the momentum of innovation uh, going because it's needed for the advancement of healthcare. Right, right. And that's, and that's uh, how I see it as well. I think these, these events are very, very uh, important. They're a lot of fun too, to meet the other people and to connect. But absolutely, I, you know, when I go to these events, I, I leave and I'm, I'm energized and I, there's so much more that I want to do. Um, well, uh, Rowena, thank you very much for this wonderful discussion. Um, tell, tell the listeners, how can they get in touch with you or how can they find more about what you're doing if they want to, uh, to follow along with you and see what you're up to? I think LinkedIn is the best connector. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so many, many people who are participating at the summit have already gotten in touch with me. I've already spoken to two or three, uh, persons who will be, uh, attending and are interested in my presentation, I think LinkedIn is the best connector, and I respond to LinkedIn actually as well as I respond to my phone. 
So I think uh, I would say people can reach out to me on LinkedIn and uh, I will try to respond within a reasonable time frame. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And what I can do is I can put a link uh, to your LinkedIn profile on the, uh, on the show notes page where this will uh, go live on the voicefirsthealth.com uh, website as well. So it makes it easier for the listeners to get in touch with you. Um, so Rowena, again, I just want to, uh, again, uh, express my thanks. Thank you so much for taking uh, some time out of your busy schedule. It's a real uh, privilege and a pleasure to have you, like I said, as the, as the first guest on this uh, new podcast. And uh, at the time we're recording this, uh, the summit will be coming up in a few days, and I uh, certainly look forward to meeting you in person uh, in a few days' time in Boston. Terry, it's my pleasure. Thank you for reaching out to me, and I too look forward to meeting you in Boston next week. Well, there you have it. What a great discussion with Rowena, huh? Great, great ideas, great, great opinions. Uh, I really look forward to interacting with her more as this voice technology develops over the next uh, years. Uh, it's going to be an incredible field. Please make sure you're subscribed to the podcast because in honor of the launch of this Voice First Health podcast and in honor of the Voice of Healthcare Summit occurring at the same time as the launch of this podcast, the next episode features the other keynote speaker of the Voice of Healthcare Summit, none other than Ilana Shalowitz, uh, the VUI design leader at EMI. And boy, does she have uh, some uh, tremendous knowledge to share in that podcast episode. For all the information on this podcast episode, please check out the show notes at voicefirsthealth.com slash two for the second episode. And uh, then check out episode number three. And then I will speak with you again next week. From the Voice of Healthcare Summit, it's Terry signing off until the next episode, and I will talk to you then.